What's up, everybody? This is FPF one I'm Ian. I'm here with my buddy Ryan Silverstein. FPF. Hi. Hi. Dean Stein. You'll get Matt it. Matt Silver, whatever. I'm Silver, yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, we are here to talk about our predictions for the 2021 season and for the race this weekend in Bahrain. I cannot wait. I'm so excited that F1 is back. It makes Sunday worth a day, like just existing uh, to have racing. And it's, there's so much like, you know, revisiting last year with Drive to Survive, digging back through, like trying to like get back into the F1 kind of groove about all the stuff that's going on in the off season, trying to catch up on the stuff that's like on the track, you know, learning, like making sure I remember who's driving for who now um, learning about what the teams are working on. Uh, it's, I'm just so pumped. I'm so ready for this. I'm so ready. I'm almost a little upset that, um, Bahrain is at 11 o'clock in the morning. Cause like the majority of races are like 9am. Oh uh, yeah. And so it's like, I can wake up and like, kind of like make a quick breakfast and watch mm-hmm. it. So now like I have to watch a movie or something before the race starts <laughs> just so I can like kill time. But like, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna be doing all the all the pre-race stuff. But then it's another two weeks before uh, we go to Italy. After that, so yeah, uh, I think that's that's one of the only good things about last season in terms of like because it got so delayed. They were doing so many back to back to back races that it yeah. was like it was it was like always race week. Like yeah, Sunday the race amazing. is over. All right, next like we're already getting ready for the next race. And I think this this season sort of being more paced out is going to be really interesting. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the teams sort of develop over the, uh, over the season. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice. I imagine they'll have a little bit more of a chance to develop and they'll be able to kind of fix things better than they would. Uh, But I do want to say on those off weeks for anybody listening, uh, make sure you check in because we will have the race recaps. We will have uh, race predictions every week. But on a lot of those off weeks, uh, just to stay in line with our our Movie John podcast parent company, <laughs> we will be talking race movies. Uh, so we'll be popping those out. So when you don't have anything to do on the off weeks and you're waiting for the next week, you can watch a movie and uh, and we'll talk about it. And you can let us know what you thought. Yeah, and it's really cool that most movies are about the same length as an F1 race. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> you just watch this movie at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Coast, and like you'll be it'll be perfect. Yeah. Whatever time you get whatever time you get your F1 race, watch your movie at that point. Uh I will say at some point we will be watching at least one of the Cars movies because I think I think it's Lewis Hamilton that has a voice cameo in one of them. No way, really? Yeah, I think so. Uh dude, I'm uh well, I mean I'm in, you know. I'm <laughs> right. uh, I'm up for any of them. <laughs> if there's if there's cars racing in a movie, then we're going to talk about them. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, this is our official 2021 season preview episode. Uh, we're going to go through all the teams. We're going to talk 
about our expectations for the season. Then we're going to give some predictions that we will come back to at the end of the season uh, to see how accurate we were in terms of where we rank the drivers, where we rank the teams, and whatever crazy other predictions that we throw out there. Should we have a bet? Uh, we can do a bet. We have to figure out uh, how to like how to score it. Like, I guess, I guess, wait, whoever, I guess it's how many you get dead on. I think that that's accurate. Yeah, I okay. think it's it's however many you get dead on, or um, yeah, right. I mean, that should just be the bet is however yeah. many you get dead on. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is really hard for the drivers' championship and not so hard for the. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, good point. Good we'll, point. We'll see. We'll see we'll how see it goes. happens. Um, uh, cool. So lead us in, Ryan. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about here? Yeah, sure. So the uh, team previews. I thought we would go in reverse order from where they uh, ended last season. Uh, so we're going to start with Williams, uh, talking about. So they have new leadership. Uh, obviously, like the Williams family is no longer really involved mm-hmm. uh, in team which is super sad uh just because it was cool just seeing claire williams be a part of f1 uh i was a little disappointed how little they covered this on drive to survive last season uh this season which we didn't really talk about much in our episodes but as i was putting this together i was like oh man like i wish we had gotten more um just about the whole Williams, you know, that whole, cause that happened like mid season. So yeah. Drive to survive missed a lot of good opportunities. Um, but there is, there is a great documentary about the Williams family uh, and about uh, Frank Williams specifically. Yeah. Uh, that is just, it's just really well done. It just gave me a lot of, you know, like I, I not growing up as a formula one fan, you know, we don't really have nostalgia for Williams. Like that's not the right word for it, but it gave me a lot of appreciation for the team's history and like, made me you know gave me good feelings about them um, yeah for sure it's hard to not like williams you know mm-hmm. what i mean like especially when claire was there and then after they unfortunately had to sell the team you know you, you quickly see it disappear and i'm afraid and sad to think that it's only a matter of time before the williams name isn't on a car anymore mm-hmm. um but that being said you know business is business and it is what it is i'm glad that they kept the name uh for at least you know the start of this season i imagine through this season and we'll, we'll kind of see where it goes from there um but that being said uh they have probably who i think is easily one of the top five drivers out of the 20 george russell driving for him again this year mm-hmm. and uh nick latifi who is no one to shake a stick at i think he's a real good driver but I mean, with George Russell, with uh, the new power unit from Mercedes, and with uh, with with this new money behind it and these new uh, investors behind them, I guess we'll see what Williams has to offer. Yeah, yeah. They also have a new. Uh, they bought a gearbox. Uh, they bought the gearbox from Mercedes this year, whereas previously they had been designing them in house. So I think that's some of the stuff that. It feels like this new leadership is looking at other teams that have similar uh, budgets like Haas, like uh, Alfa Romeo, um, and just really trying to figure out uh, what's the, you know, and and uh, I was going to say Racing Point, but I guess now they're Aston Martin, but trying to like, yeah. you know, what should they buy? What should they build? What are the regulations? Trying to maximize those things, I think, in a way where the, the sort of Williams team pride 
about oh we like we build the car right you now I, I don't want to say got in the way but it's a different strategy and i feel like they're going to try new things that this team hasn't done before yeah hopefully and i think uh you know if nothing else i think williams is uh is always a cool team to watch always mm-hmm. fun to see them go around the track so yeah and What's nice, I mean, not what's nice, but I think, you know, if you're George Russell, if you're Nicholas Latifi, like your goal is like, let's get a, a point. Like, if yeah, they, let's get if, a point. Yeah. You know, if they, this team getting a point this season is going to be like some other teams getting a podium where like, I feel, I just feel like everyone's going to freak out. You know, I would love to see them get a point or even on the podium, maybe at like a Silverstone, like that would be, That'd be insane. Like, like I would lose my mind and I, I just imagine fucking explode. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully things are on the up for Williams. Uh, I feel better about without, without revealing predictions, at least I feel better about Williams than I do about Haas right now. Yeah. Are we, uh, are we moving right on to yeah. team number nine from last year? Haas. I like that in your notes, your first note is the word, ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's for the driver that we are going to try to do our best not to really talk about. Um, yeah, well, we covered him last week a little. Uh, if you notice on this thing that I copy-pasted from Wikipedia that lists all the drivers on the teams, uh, he has no flag because uh, they are not allowed to show the Russian flag thanks to uh, what, what happened at the Sochi Olympics. <laughs> yeah, right, except for the fact that it's on their car. Yeah. It, um, I'm sorry, correction, that it is their car. Right. <laughs> their car drove through, like, you know how they do, like, the dip paint? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their car drove through the Russian flag, is what it looks like. Um, and apparently, uh, you know, Mazpan Sr. owns a good chunk of that team now. Like, they put a lot of money into the team. And I think, you know, normally that money uh, would be a good thing, be something to look forward to, but it feels gross, just the whole circumstances to me feel gross. Um, I am excited to see what um, Mick Schumacher does. I think everyone's really just excited to have, you know, like, like we talked about someone with the Schumacher last name. Um, yeah. You know, they have a new technical director. They have a couple new people behind the scenes. Um, but they have also said that their focus is on next year, that they're trying to, They it seems like they, the car is, you know, I don't want to say beyond fixable, but like they didn't put a lot of development into improving last year's car to this year. Um, and it really seems like they are just trying to get ahead for 2022 with the new regulations and try to come in strong because, you know, I think ultimately that's probably more important to the longevity of the team. I suppose, you know, and I think that a lot of people are saying that this year, I'm going to say on uh, the uh, waiting for 2022 thing for a, a later team that we're going to bring up. Okay. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people are saying that this year and that's kind of um, <sighs> I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up later. I okay. I'll bring it up. Later. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's interesting to me for sure, and and we will talk about it more. But I think I, I don't think that's going to affect the uh, you know race over race performance necessarily. I think it's more about the year over year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. 
Um, um, yeah, you want to take us into our next team? Which I we think don't... it's leading us into our next team, which I think is uh, the most passed over team uh, that is never talked about at all, uh, Alfa Romeo. Um, I'm excited about Alfa Romeo. I always have been. Uh, like you said last week, I think it was fun to see Giovinazzi on uh, season three of Drive to Survive because it was just like, oh, there's that guy. Uh, and it was kind of nice to see that, you know, he exists as a person, I guess. Yeah, because, um, I mean, if, you know, if you had asked me before I watched that episode what he looks like, I would have just drawn, like, Mario. Yeah, like... or, like, his helmet. And just right. like it's it's a guy in a helmet, right? Like yeah. that's I would uh, I would have put the Mario mustache on the outside of the helmet and be like, that's what he looks <laughs> like. That's that's Giovanazzi. The little hat right on top. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The, the, yeah. And like, and of course Kimmy is Kimmy, and you know, everybody loves him. And I think that uh whenever it happens, it's not often, but when it does happen that like there's some sort of pit snafu or or uh you know something random going on uh that makes it so that kimmy is suddenly in like fourth place Mm -hmm. and you know you know it's it's kind of hard to watch but you know that he's just gonna get passed by everybody but the nice thing is he's still an incredible race car driver so even in a significantly worse car he's Mm -hmm. still like racing against these better cars um I don't think they had any real changes going into this year. I don't think they plan on making any. I think Alfa Romeo is just kind of hoping that the Ferrari engine, that the Ferrari power unit gets better. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> that's so. Kind of, that's kind of their their whole thing. And other than that, they're just, they're cruising. I think they're sort of in the same boat, obviously not uh, as as bad as Williams or Haas, but they're just trying to get some points, you know, trying to compete a little bit. Uh, but I think that those, they, they pretty much round out the bottom three of, uh, of the bottom three teams. You know? Yeah. And, and I think I get the impression that they have sort of similar budgets year over year. Um, you know, they all have similar goals, which is like, we want to score some points um, so we can get yeah. some real money. Um, you know, they, they're doing everything they can with what they have. And there's, uh, to me, that's something to be ashamed of. Um, you know, and I think the the team to me that like sort of outperforms their budget, I would guess, uh, every year is Alpha Towery. That's our um, next team to talk about. And I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I, I'm very excited to see what they do this year. Uh, one, you know, along with the, the main Red Bull team, they have the 2022 Honda Power Unit since Honda's leaving the sport and they were already right. working on it. They just got that they just got that shit done and put it in the car and it looks quick yeah man and honda's not a motor to screw around with i mean honda makes a, a tough motor and i think i i mean i hope that i hope that red bull finds something to replace that honda motor for next year because man you're right they look awfully fast and with uh you know, when you have Max Verstappen behind the wheel, but besides him, you're looking at uh, Checo Perez. And then, but specifically, since we're on AlphaTauri, I'm getting ahead of myself, but you have <laughs> Pierre Gasly, who 
won a race last year and got mm-hmm. a podium last year and is is killing it in that car you give him a faster power unit and like and i'm really excited to see what yuki Tsunoda can do um he was an excellent driver in f2 very well respected people really seem to like him and uh he seemed to be very comfortable in the car uh during testing last week yeah, he looked really good in that practice. Um, it's exciting to me just to have, you know, a driver from a different continent <laughs> yeah, right. uh, on the grid, you know, so I think that's exciting. Um, he was F2 Rookie of the Year. Um, yeah. You know, he like, and, you know, he was out there with uh, Mazepin, with Schumacher, like, and he was competing with those guys. And, you know, I feel like with, you know, F2, F1, like you have the time when you want to jump up like pretty, like you have to think about it. You know what I mean? Like you can't wait too long because then you're just old news. Right. And it's like, do you want to do it like as soon as you can because you want to maximize your skill level? But I, I don't know. I think he looks great in that car. I'm very excited to see uh, what he does. I, I'm really excited about this AlphaTauri team. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm looking at f2 last year um and out of 12 races yuki got four uh pole positions shit um the only one who got more than him with was uh callum Ilya, who had five but between the two of out of 12 races it was callum and uh yuki yuki had a fastest lap um at one of them and he won two of the 12 races yeah so he's as a rookie yeah like that's that's just it's just super impressive uh i really think that uh even more than you know i'm excited for mick schumacher of course but i think i'm i'm more excited uh for yuki just to see what he can do oh for Uh, sure you know, and again, uh, I, I think there's more to be excited about this car. Like if, if Schumacher was on, on this team, I'd be, I'd probably be saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but he's not. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I think, uh, I think he's going to do really great. He finished third in the championship last year. Mm-hmm. Um, only one point behind second and 15 points behind Mick Schumacher, the champion. So, which is super close. That's super close. I mean, compared to what F1 was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's insanely close. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited. I think Yuki's might he might be one of the drivers that I'm most excited to see what he does this year. New drivers, I guess, uh, to see what he does this year, and especially in that car. I think you're right, man. I think the AlphaTauri might be one of the real teams to watch. Um, the other team that I'm most excited to watch, uh, which I am terribly sad to be saying their name fifth which means that they were sixth in the championship is ferrari it is like i had forgotten when i was putting this together that ferrari finished in the bottom half last season sixth bro like that's embarrassing yeah 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 it's not it's not a good look (laughs) it's not a good look at all for ferrari but uh i mean you know, what do you think about them? What do you, what do you think they're going to do? I mean, from practice, it does seem like the cars improved over last year, um, Mm -hmm. which is good. I think the big question in my mind is when you have such a young driver set up, you know, like they basically like, this is the younger, youngest Ferrari team 
on the track in like i don't know 30 some years yeah um you know i think there's a lot of advantages to having a more you know a veteran driver to be one of the two to sort of lead the team give feedback on the car you know i i think leclerc is extremely talented extremely like in terms of raw oh, talent yeah, i'd sure. probably put him right behind hamilton or verstappen um but you know he's he showed last year that he's not quite mature yet and maybe he's changed in the offseason you know, I'm very curious to see how him and um, science are going to work together. And I don't know how much is that going to be friendly competition that sort of makes them both rise to the challenge, how much of it is going to be like in, inter-team sniping. Um, and then, you know, the other, big, the other big thing is that they moved a lot of people around behind the scenes. Like a lot of their, yeah. you know... Um, car management, race management, like Bonotto made a lot of moves. To, it's like a whole new Ferrari team off the track also. Oh, yeah. They made sweeping changes at Ferrari. Uh, and to your point, and I mean, like, this is something we kind of mentioned uh, before, is that uh, I, I really hope that Leclerc has matured a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I don't think that they would have finished in sixth. I mean, it's almost kind of obvious that they wouldn't have finished in sixth if they didn't crash out of so many races, which like two or three of them was Leclerc crashing into somebody. Or, you know, and so like because of stupid mistakes, that's the thing. It's like it's one thing if you are in a Williams car and both drivers are finishing every race or in an, uh, an Alfa Romeo car, and both drivers are pretty much finishing every race and you're still not scoring points. Like that's, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a Ferrari and you have the possibility, which last year, I don't think they always did have top 10 cars for sure. But if you do have the possibility that you could be in a top 10 car and you crash out and you lose points because you were making dumb calls, then like, that's you know that's just unacceptable it's just simply unacceptable exactly um and so as far as ferrari goes i would say that they are the team to me with the most questions it's Mm -hmm. like how are the two drivers going to get along how is the car going to look are the changes that they made inside of their shop any good um you know did they learn to, did Leclerc learn to be a better driver? Are they going to learn? Is the mood generally better in there? Like, yeah. how are things going to progress? I think they have the most questions. And I think within, you know, three or four weeks, we're going to find out for sure. Uh, and this is where I wanted to touch on what we'd mentioned before when you were talking about Haas kind of waiting. Uh, this is the team I wanted to bring it up with because it was something I thought about uh, after we spoke last the whole and like I've been saying it too is like oh Ferrari's probably just going to wait for 2022 and everybody's just going to say they're focused on 2022, but at the same time it's like you're Ferrari, like how can you possibly be like ah eh, fuck this year like right. we'll just think about next year yeah like you're Ferrari and you have two young drivers who want to win races like the only reason anybody is involved in F1 and I'm talking from the guy who mops the floor mm-hmm. up to the drivers and the team principal is because you want your team to win races period. 
Yeah. It's the only way it's the only way that you get this far in this sport. And so, you know, to that point, it's like, I don't, I can't, I can't bring myself to believe that they are just, you know, cashing it in and focusing on next year and just like, nah, fuck 2021. Right. And I, I think the other part of this that I have questions about is, okay, sure. Somebody at all of these teams is focused on 2022, go pouring through the regulations, yeah. trying to get designs, you know, uh, sketched out and everything. But yeah. like with all the changes that they've made, like Ferrari has to make the team work regardless of what the car, what, what shape the car is in. And regardless of what may or may not improved over last year, like they have to come together as a team. And I think that's part of what makes this really interesting is you know, again, like with all those changes, how is this team going to come together? How are these drivers going to fit? Like, it's it's basically like a brand new team. You know what I mean? It's like Aston Martin doesn't have the same name, but pretty much everybody that was working at Racing Point is still doing what they were doing last season. And, you know, I think, you know, I, I just, they have to work on 2022 for sure. Like that is part of what they need to do. But they also, again, yeah. they need to make, they need to make this race team happen. I don't understand why their pit stops are so slow. Like, yeah. Or why are they screwing them up? Why are they, you know, like what? And, and I think the general mood, you know, like you see it, you see it in every other sport. Like one of my favorite sports uh, other than F1 is boxing. I love boxing. It's uh, I think it's wonderful. And man, like you see somebody lose their heart. I mean, mm-hmm. Like people go marching into the ring thinking they're going to do great. And then after the second or third round in a championship fight, if somebody's getting chewed up or like they're, they're clearly not like they just can't figure the other guy out. You see them lose their heart and they slow down and the guys in the corner stop talking to them as much. And like you, you can see a team and then like, you know, fight to fight, you'll see guys kind of, you know, they might come back and they might not, but like, you know, after you get one loss, you might get another one. And, and man, I can just imagine being at Ferrari and you get your power unit taken away. And then you feel like somebody just took away everything from you. And then you screw up one pit stop. Mm-hmm. And now, now everybody's like, you know, or you lose a couple races or the car just isn't there and you're in that red suit. You know, you are, you are going to Monza where people are waving flags that are 30 feet long with your logo on it. And you have the oldest and, you know, arguably the greatest team in F1 history Mm -hmm. and you're losing and you're losing bad. Like, I'm not surprised that their heart went away. Yeah. And you have, you have a former world champion driving for you and he's finishing out of the points. Like he's not even qualifying in the points. He's not getting out of Q2. Yeah. And, and it's like, I, I agree with you. There's so much of all sports that is intensely psychological. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I feel like people overlook that in general, but especially when it comes to motorsports. So I definitely think you're right there. I hope that the mood is better. I think again, from at least from drive to survive, as well as my memories of last season, like Ferrari was a team that was constantly in crisis mode last season. Yeah. Everything yeah. was on fire, like all the time, nothing was going right. It, it just seemed right. like they couldn't, they just couldn't get like through it. <laughs> right. Yeah. They um, couldn't get out of the shit, man. They yeah. couldn't get out of the weeds. And like, and so ideally, you know, 
when when you have now Carlos Sainz in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, um, you know, and they have the new car as ugly as it is. I don't care what it looks like. Hopefully the, the insides are a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you have just like you said, new crew, new team, uh, and just a new year. You know, it's a mm-hmm. it's a new year and a new opportunity, and hopefully, um, hopefully they can keep their their heart and, and their minds about them, and can turn out a uh, a better job than they did last time. Yeah, um, and I think that brings us to our next team, which used to be Renault, is now called Alpine, 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 Alpine. I don't I, I don't know Alpine. how they. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I didn't realize that, that Cyril had left, um, as team principal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, uh, on his, the, he, he decided to leave. It's from what I was, uh, from what I was reading, it sounds like he stepped away. Yeah. It's, I mean, and you who know, knows, who right. knows what the conversation was really like, but, uh, but, yeah, it but they like don't technically have a team principal which is interesting. Um, they have like a technical director. They brought in this new guy, uh, Davide Brivio, as their racing director, which a lot of teams have a team principal, a technical director, and a racing director. Um, yeah. But he's new to the team. He's going to be handling a lot of, I feel like, the racing strategy that Cyril would have been handling last season. Man. He's new to F1. He comes from MotoGP, which I think is a really interesting, like, yeah, I, I don't know anything about. Jump. Yeah, I don't know anything about Moto, so I don't I don't even know that I have a frame of reference to say how how different that is from. Formula yeah, One. they actually have um, some MotoGP races at the Millville uh, racetrack where you and I go okay. karting. Um, I was going to see if you wanted to try to catch one this year, just because more than anything else, it's like I want to see what it's like to yeah a motorcycle race because i don't know what that means at all um but seems like it might be cool and Mm -hmm. like tickets are like 20 bucks so we'll just go and we'll hang out and watch a motorcycle race yeah right i mean i like pretty much any kind of racing i will watch if given if given the chance yeah i'm down even when we do uh it's great too and i'll do a shout out to the new jersey motorsports racetrack in millville new jersey uh we do uh we were fun but we're more regularly this year hopefully uh they have the uh endurance races that they go for how long two hours or so we did like four each one of us does like four 20 minute stints Mm -hmm. um but like when you were racing and i wasn't it was so much fun to watch like i just stood and watched and it was like oh shit you know what i mean like you get to watch people race and, and see what people's different paths are it's so rad I love yeah. watching, like you said, any form of racing, I'm down. Yeah, it was really, you know, that that first turn on that track, I was just watching everybody like, all right, where are they actually starting to break? Because <laughs> like, um, I'm, yeah. so, I'm still trying to get, trying to figure out the best line. Uh, oh, yeah. We should go and just like get a couple of, uh, you know, like a, a couple of hours just, you know, around the track or a couple stints just to kind of feel it out. Like I want to go and sort of zip around and see what's going on. But uh, anyway, back to Alpine. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) So yeah. So MotoGP guys coming in, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm kind of curious how that's going to translate 
but I suppose we'll find out. Uh, yeah, and then you know, uh, Okan is back from last season, and then I love Okan. I'm so glad he's back. Yeah, I'm so. I, they... I was rooting for yeah because the well the first season of Drive to Survive, Okan was in it, and then he lost his seat in 19 and uh, got his seat back in 20, and really came up like he mm-hmm. he started to look good and very comfortable around the second half of 2020. And the Renault car looked like it was just getting better and better. And uh, now they have fucking Fernando Alonso <laughs> driving for them, uh, who I'm sure is going to be a wonderful mentor to Ocon. Uh, I saw and, a, uh, like, in, I read part of an interview with him today. And he was like, yeah, I'm not really worried about Hamilton or Verstappen. I'm better than both of those guys. No shit. Yeah. Stick. Stick. <laughs> it's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I mean, I want to see what he does, dude. And I want to see what that Renault does. I'm a little sad Cyril's not there because I really love that guy. But I mean, we get a new person to meet, I suppose. And and we'll see what that car looks like, man. We'll yeah, see what I mean, that car does. to me, the question is, if they're able to pick up where they left off last season, even with the driver and management changes and the different color that the car is, um, yeah, and the team yeah. name change, like if they if they really pick up, you know, where Renault ended last season, they're going to be really formidable because I feel like if the season had been two months longer, they would have passed Racing Point in the uh, Constructors' Championship. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no argument there, man. They uh, they started to look really good, um, and I'm excited about it. Like, I, I think a lot of that had to do with Danny Rick, but um, yeah, me too. That and that's what's curious is like I, again, you know. If you're going to have to replace a driver that's leaving uh, for a better team and you're like, oh, let me call up my good buddy, Fernando. Like it's yeah, uh, no argument there. Like I, I, I can't yeah, say that they're, <laughs> that they're that, that they got the raw side of that deal necessarily. So nah, man, they got Fernando Alonso, which I mean, he might only be there for a, I think he just signed one year, right? I think so. Yeah. I think he signed one year. Uh, and I mean, who knows who's going to hop into that seat? Unless he does two years, you know, he might want to see what the 2022 cars are like, but I'm yeah. uh, who knows? We could be talking about Vettel going to Alpine next year, Alonso going yeah. to Mercedes. Oh, there's all kinds of oh stuff that could God. happen. Oh my God. Don't, don't do that to me. But uh, talking about champions, uh, moving teams and hopping on somewhere else, Sebastian Vettel is in green, looking great in green, yeah. driving in Aston Martin. I think uh, I actually who, saw him smile during practice, which I can't say that yeah. he smiled in all of 2020 or all, yeah, uh, all of 2020. Once, not one time, <laughs> not, not even almost. But uh, yeah, I mean, he looks good in green, man. He does. And that racing point, which it's hard for me to not call it a racing point, but it's yep. easy for me to say Aston Martin. <laughs> oh, man, it is exciting to see an Aston Martin back out there. Uh, it's exciting to see the the advancements that they made last year um they would have been the third place team if they didn't have that one uh issue Mm -hmm. um but other than that man i think uh i think they're an exciting team to watch i love sebastian vettel um lance troll seems like really growing into his own and is and is trying to figure it out and he's going to have an amazing uh mentor in sebastian vettel um 
Yeah. And I, uh, I mean, I'm excited about this team, man. I'm excited about it. And I love Aston Martins. They're such sick cars. Oh yeah. Mostly I, because I'm a James Bond fan. Yeah. Same. But yeah. Uh, I feel like with um, like, I feel like the other big story with this team is that it seems like Lawrence Stroll is just not fucking around. Yeah, dude. He doesn't like, give a shit. That is a dude that wants to win uh, and he wants to win badly. Uh, he wants to win now. He wants to yeah. win today. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, apparently they did more development supposedly than almost any of the other teams for this year's car to make it not just the green 2019 season Mercedes. Um, they did, they, it's like a whole new chassis um, under there. So like they have the most new car on the grid of any team, which I think is very interesting. Oh, wow. That's uh, uh, that's exciting. Yeah. And it feels like they're taking a chance. And it feels like if last year, you know, they were like the pink Mercedes and people kind of gave them a lot of shit for it. I think unfairly, because again, I feel like I would do the same thing if I was in their position, like it paid off, you know, um, oh, yeah. to quote Otmar, like they wouldn't complain if we weren't faster than them. That's true. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Uh, so I think, I think they're really trying under this, you know, new, new name, new branding. Like this is, this is an Aston Martin F1 car. This is not yeah. a redone Mercedes car. It's, it's new. It's ours. It's a step toward 2022 in some ways, mm-hmm. maybe. And, you know, I think if, if they're able to be more consistent than they were last year, then they're really, you know, they're going to be in the thick of it in the midfield. Oh, for sure. And I mean, it, it would be so exciting to watch. I can't wait to see Sebastian Vettel uh, in a car that he's comfortable in again, mm-hmm. that he's excited about driving again, uh, really competing for top spots. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Um, and, and Raising Point had a win last year, which, you know, only, what, four teams? Yeah. Actually say oh, that? Yeah. So, yeah, three, that's three teams? For sure. Yeah, right. they did great. Uh, uh Red Bull, Mercedes, Alpha Tauri, and, and uh, Racing Point. Racing Point. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Wow. Uh, a team that I think has a good shot at winning a race next year is the next team that we need to talk about, which is Ooh, boy. McLaren, which team to watch, I feel like. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, they I think uh like I said, Ferrari is the team with the most questions, but Clarence the team to watch. Yeah. And I think I have the most uh expectations around McLaren doing better than the previous year, if that makes sense. Like, you know, Red Bull, I don't necessarily expect them to be better than Mercedes. I will certainly welcome it, obviously. But you know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's a chance that McLaren could pull away from the rest of the midfield and be just like the third place team by themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of be like when, like, because that's the thing last year, you know, in in previous years, it was very much, you had Mercedes, Red Bull and Ferrari, and then the best of the rest. Mm-hmm. Last year it was just Mercedes and Red Bull and then the best of the rest. And I'm wondering who's going to start to kind of compete in there. And I think that if anybody's going to do it, McLaren's the team. Yeah. I mean, they have like, I would, I would say, I mean, they have 
a great driver lineup. You know, I think we talked a little bit about what the dynamic between uh, Ricardo and Lando is going to be. I mean, first of all, and it, again, this maybe shouldn't matter, but like if there was a team I was going to follow on like TikTok, if that was if that was a thing that I was going to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I imagine Danny and Lando are would be hilarious together. Like I just like the two of those guys <laughs> being in the same room seems like a good time. Oh, um, yeah, they're going to have a great time. You know, they also moved uh, engines. So they're now a Mercedes team, mm-hmm. which... Mm-hmm. You know, again, if I'm Christian Horner, I'm like, well, shit, like I got to I got to milk every drop out of this Honda engine I have because the people behind me are the same people that are in front of me in a lot of ways. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they're going to be coming for hard, man. They're going to be yeah. coming for him hard. Because Ricardo wants he wants podiums. He wants a, he wants wins like oh, yeah. he wants to he wants to have like, I, I you know, he he wants to be in so. You know, we don't know how long Hamilton's going to keep racing. And I feel like Ricardo is like, I want to get my championship in before it's the like Verstappen era. Right, right. I, uh, I agree. I think that of everybody on the, um, on the line now, like in the, everybody driving now who, out of all of them who doesn't already have a championship right now, I think Danny Ricardo. Other than Max Verstappen, Max Verstappen obviously is going to win championships. Like that's yeah. kind of a given, but he's also very young and has a lot of time to do it in. Mm-hmm. And Danny does not, you know, yeah. and, and he knows it. And that's why he jumped over to McLaren. And I mean, he said it himself. And I think that that guy deserves to win a championship. He's got, he's an amazing driver and he has had a lot of bad luck. I think is Red Bull's number two. Mm-hmm. Even though he was winning a lot of races and doing good, I not it, it was just not a healthy relationship there for him. Mm-hmm. And then with Renault, you know, he clearly was one of the major reasons that they developed from being a team that could barely finish to uh, to a podium team. Yeah, um, um, you got me. Am I still here? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, my. Thing said it was unstable oh. um yeah i think he's the reason that they got to a good podium team uh to be a podium team and i think that now that danny's in this mclaren i mean i can't wait to see what he does i mean obviously it's always great to see what lando's gonna do mm-hmm. i think lando is an incredible driver and his his time's gonna come too uh but I think Danny Ricardo sees the ticking clock and he's going to be driving the wheels off of that thing. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw them nipping at the heels of Mercedes just as much as Max Verstappen and Red Bull are. That would be great. I mean, I hope, you know, if, if there's anything I want from any F1 season, it's competition at the top. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm fine if we don't get it. I understand all the factors that go into it. I still find the races exciting, but I think it's good for the sport to at least every few seasons have, you know, just a couple drivers in the mix for the championship. For sure. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I think that last year was great just because of um, how much the midfield competition was Mm -hmm. 
just it was so exciting. The midfield competition was so exciting. Like there was, you know, a solid five teams that were just like fighting hard and it was awesome to watch. Uh, but I think McLaren is the one that's really stepping up and who knows, man, I think maybe Aston Martin might be up there too. And, uh, and if we had four teams really duking it out for, for those top spots, that's, you know, that's the season that I want to watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that brings us to uh, Red Bull. Uh, oh, yeah. Not the number two team last year. Uh, you know, they now have Checo in, yeah. like, I mean, it's it's really interesting. I'm so curious to see how he does in a race in that car. If the car is easier to drive than it was last season, which I think really hurt Albon overall, even though, again, he, I think he overall, I think given everything, he had a really incredible season and I hope that he gets oh, a yeah, ride uh, next year. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, if Red Bull, Red Bull apparently finally had a good winter because it seems to be the last couple seasons that they've started slow uh, relative to other teams. And it takes them like three or four or five races to really like catch up to where they feel like they should have started. And it seems like from the testing that we've seen from the things the team have been saying, you know, it seems like they might be faster than Mercedes at the start of the season. Dude, they look good. They look good. I mean, it's great to see, uh, such an experienced driver and such uh because Checo's another one that i would put in line with um with in line with danny ricardo where he's not i don't think he's as old but like he's not one of the young guys right and he's got a ton of experience he's been doing this a long time and i mean he can win races if he's in a good car and i'm excited to see him be in you know, arguably the second best car. Uh, well, definitely the second best car. Um, but I want to see what the team does too. I mean, it's curious, all of the things we heard about, like, oh, are they, are they just making a car for Max Verstappen and then the other guy has to be able to drive it? Uh, um, or is it, you know, is the team softening up on their seconds a little bit, or is he going to get chewed up like Danny Ricardo and Pierre Gasly and Alex Albon did? Um, right. And I feel like the, you know, cause I feel like Ricardo and he said as much did not want to be a number two driver anywhere. He wanted to go to a team where he was the, he was the number one driver and I can't blame him for that. Right. I don't, I feel like based on, just his personality and his experience. I don't think they'll be able to push Perez around as much as they were able to do with Gasly and Albon. Like, I just imagine like he knows how to be, I don't want to say aggressive, but like assertive in that way where I feel like, you know, Albon, you know, you could imagine him or Gasly being a young guy sort of like complaining about something and be like, look, that you're just gonna have to, you're just gonna have to learn to deal with it. Yeah. And I don't think you can say that to, uh, Sergio Perez I just I, I just don't think that you can you know what I mean right. because right. he knows what he's talking about he knows where, when to push back you know it's sort of like if it goes south it'll be like uh, Ferrari and Seb where it's just a cold cold time in that garage but it won't yeah. be you know because he wasn't standing up for himself and he wasn't trying to get the car for like the set up the right way for him mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and, uh, I, and I also wonder if like maybe they had a good winter because he's there, you know, like maybe he is the X yeah. factor that, you know, makes that team get to the place where they should have been the last couple seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, and I mean, you know, we're doing a lot of talking about about Checo. Man, oh, man. Max Verstappen, he finished strong and won the last race season last year. Uh, fair and square. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. He beat Mercedes fair and square. And uh, if he is, if, if he just has less DNFs, like if you, if you went and replaced his, D, his what five DNFs last season mm-hmm. uh, with whatever his average finish was, he would have at the very least been very close to Bottas at the end of the season. If not the number two driver. I think he driver. would have beaten him. I think yeah. he would have beaten Bottas last year. And, and that's, I, think- I mean, that goes to show though, you know what I mean? It's like we were talking about before. If you just finish races, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, it, it, it is leaps and bounds, obviously. Uh, but yeah, man, Max Verstappen, I think, is young and he's hungry. I think I, I know that I said this last season and I am echoing it this season because I think it's only gotten better. Uh, he's maturing, mm-hmm. you know, that. He has all of the skill in the world and that like intense laser focus and this incredible car. And it's, it's, you know, I think it would be, I think the biggest shock I would ever see in F1 is if Max Verstappen never won a championship, that would be the most confusing shit that ever happened to me. Um, Yeah. And I really do think that he is where he needs to be finally. Like, yeah. I think he's starting to mature and he's starting to calm down and he's starting to recognize like, okay, I have to, he's not so worried anymore about beating the rest of the field. He's not even worried about beating Bottas. He's literally like, I have to be perfect every lap to catch that guy. Yep. And that's it. And he is so laser focused at that. And, and the team, I mean, holy shit. How many sub <laughs> two second pit stops do they have? Yeah. They're the it's only insane. team that consistently does under two seconds. Yeah. Everybody else is like, yeah. Three and a half seconds is pretty good. Three, you're you're nailing it. Mm-hmm. They're like under two. Yep. They're upset when they get like 2.1. They're like, ah, bummer. Well, we could have done better, guys. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they, you know, they're but they're killing it. And uh, and I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see them do it. I'm crazy excited about this 2022 Honda engine. I just hope, you know. Uh, I hope we see something good out of him because who knows what's going to happen next year and yeah. if he'll have another shot again. I'm just excited that if Perez is up in that top four with mm-hmm. Max, just the amount of times where they won't, they'll be able to call pit stops or they'll be able to, you know, try to undercut or over, like they'll have options rather than just reacting to what Mercedes is doing with two cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm uh yeah I'm thrilled about Red Bull but uh that man now it's time we got to talk about the uh we got to talk about the greatest team in Formula One for the last eight years in yeah. a row yeah and that is Mercedes yeah I mean I think if you know if I was gonna put down money uh I'm gonna say this right now even though you know we'll be talking about our predictions I don't think it's crazy to say. My expectation is that Hamilton walks away from the season with an eighth championship. 
hard to hard to think that he won't. I mean, the only way that doesn't happen is if uh, Red Bull did something magical over the last three months, and if Mercedes royally fucked something up over the last three months. Yeah, and coming out of practice, this was my one of the other like uh, fun notes that I had about Mercedes. It's like it totals like out there being like, oh yeah, like the car is really weakly. We have to change the the floor design and blah blah blah. I feel like this is all bullshit. Like I feel like this is him doing some kind of psyop to like set up that like oh Mercedes isn't as good, so that when they show up this weekend and they get pole like like Bottas like let's say Bottas gets the pole for Sunday's race. Mm-hmm. Then it's business as usual. And this is all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like Toto is just fucking with people, honestly, because I mean, I don't blame him, dude. I no, would. I don't blame him either. But it's like, come on, like, you're not fooling anybody. You got the fastest car. Come on. It's when he's I mean, he just got done, uh, you know, drinking the sweat of pregnant mothers and <laughs> the blood of their previous infants and he just looks he just sits in a throne and sips at it and says things like make them all think we're bad this year give them hope so we can crush them yeah exactly you know like he likes i think that he if they go into practice and they're blasting by everybody everybody's like ah whatever mercedes got another one but he's like no no make them hope for it like make them think that maybe they can beat us and then and then he just watches them like he doesn't even sit in like their little booth and watch the shit with his headset he just goes from team to team during qualifications and the races and just watches them all be upset that they can't catch his car it's like it makes it more powerful it's like <laughs> <laughs> i hope i hope one day i meet him but i also hope i never meet him because i think he'll be so mad at me <laughs> so I go, I don't. I don't drink baby blood. I does Russian. I don't know how Look, to. Do. If you if you work for Mercedes and you listen to our podcast, please tell us um, because we <laughs> will have questions and also oh. uh, keep us away from Toto, please. Yeah, just let us know where he's going to be so we know not to be anywhere near that city ever. Uh, I feel like um, you, uh, you you've seen Inside Out, right? The Pixar movie. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like all the team principles are like the little like emotions from those movies. Yeah. Um, from yeah. that movie. Like I, I like Gunther is obviously like anger. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like if there was one for like snobbery, like that would be Toto. <laughs> <laughs> snobbery. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, man. Like, it's, uh, yeah. He's just such a, an insane monster if you keep but you can't take anything away from him no you can't no take anything away from him, dude. Like, including one third of the team that he owns yeah 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 <laughs> uh i i wonder how you think um badass is going to do this year i mean i can't really say a whole lot until we get into uh yeah. our predictions yeah. but uh I will say that I think there's a 50-50 chance that neither Bottas or Hamilton is driving for Mercedes in 2022. Neither? Neither. 
I think th- I think it's like 50-50. Bro, wow. <laughs> wow. I think that uh, Bottas definitely won't be driving for Mercedes in 2022. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, this brings us to the first que- like question that I wanted to ask you about for I this can't season. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Is if Hamilton wins number eight, the most I feel championships... Like before you say that, I feel like we should have like a, an audio break, like a bam, 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 questions. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You don't actually have to do that. If, You're if this busy. was like a real show where I had like a like a if I could actually like mix that in, I would totally do that. But I don't. I don't have the equipment for it. Nor the Let's knowledge. Just do it with my voice. I'm sorry, I fucked you up. What no, is cool. your cool. first question? So if Hamilton wins in a record-setting eighth championship, because at seven he's tied for the most ever, eight would put him one ahead. Does he retire at the end of the season? Does he walk away and is like, I'm the greatest of all time. I got nothing else to say. I got plenty of other things to do in my life. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go drive all 24 hours at Le Mans next year. Mm. <laughs> yeah, all 24. He's like, I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. Um, is he going to retire? Uh, I gotta say, I gotta say he is, I gotta think that he's going to retire. I gotta think he's going to say that he's done. Um, not just because he like, you know, he can kind of mic drop his way out, but he's a little older. I know he's got a lot of other stuff older. I mean, the guy's like what? 35, 36. <laughs> Something like he's that. got, yeah, but he's, I mean like old for a race driver. Right. Uh, he's got a lot of other stuff he wants to do. I'm sure we'll see him driving other cars. He probably will just be like, yeah, I'm going to go win the Indy 500 real quick. Right. Uh, and the 24 hours of Le Mans just like to do it. Uh, which, oh, speaking of which, I heard that Leclerc was saying that he would love to drive Le Mans if they could, you know, but it's always mm-hmm. on, it's always on the same weekend. So they can't, he was like, oh, I would definitely do it. Dude, could you imagine if uh, there was a team like the ultimate Le Mans team, and it was Max and Leclerc and Lewis. And they fucking drove Le Mans, yeah, and just like beat everybody by by like 50 miles. But uh, uh, I mean, that would be insane. It'd uh, be insane. I would love it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, does Lewis quit? Uh, I say yes. I say he's done. I, I think that if he wins number eight this year, then then this is Lewis's final year. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to, I like, I almost have to think so because it's so much, I mean, it's so much more badass to go out being, setting a record, being the all, the inarguably the greatest driver of all time. Yeah. And then just walking away. Like, I don't know how else, like, you know, you only, you only hurt the legend if you stick around, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, you know, and then, uh, so so going back a little bit for, you know, for rookies, um, you know, not, not counting uh, Alonso as a rookie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who of the new drivers of Schumacher, Yuki, Mazepin, who do you think finishes the season uh, looking the best? I'm not even going to say, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm thinking more power rankings than points. Yeah, more power rankings than points. I think it's still Yuki. I think points and power rankings, it's Yuki. Um, 
just because I think uh, he's going to, he seems very confident. I think he's going to look really comfortable in that ride. Um, I wonder if uh, Schumacher has a little bit too many eyes on him um, with his name. Uh, I think 2022, it's going to be Russell Schumacher in the Mercedes car. Um, that would be insane. Yeah, I, I, that's that's my call. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, no, I think as of right now, uh, I think it's got to be Yuki. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think so too. I think not only does he have a lot of eyes on him because of his last name, but I think you know, Schumacher is going to have to carry that Haas team. Uh, as I think the clearly better driver there. Um, yeah. And that's a lot. That, it, I feel like that's a lot of pressure for a rookie, um, especially because Haas is the team that we know, like wants to stay in the sport, is desperate to stay in the sport. Uh, I think Yuki, I, you know, I feel like being a number two driver when, again, everyone loves Pierre Gasly now. Like everyone loves that guy. And I yeah. think being yeah. the number two guy where you can just, you come in, you do your thing, you do your best. You're not, you know, like, again, with Checo at Red Bull, there's also not the thing of, you know, I don't think, I think Gasly's mission to get back to that Red Bull seat, I think has slipped away, not through yeah. anything that he's done, but just through those circumstances. I don't think, you know, I, I don't think that, I think this is the year you stop thinking about AlphaTauri as a way to get into the Red Bull seat. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good way of looking at it, for sure. Um, I'm going to ask you, yeah. uh, what is your, uh, your most wild card thing that you think you're going to see happen this season? Most wild card thing that I think like the most, the yeah. most off the wall prediction you have for this season, the most off the wall prediction I have for this season mm-hmm. is, um, I think the the thing I want to have happen that won't happen is that uh, Bottas finishes behind both Red Bull drivers. Wow. Wow. That's big. Yeah. That's big. That's very big. Wow. Okay. Because I have other predictions that sound crazy, but I think are actually more possible than that. Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, what are some of those ones? Give me some of those. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna balance these out. All right. Um. So, like, I think there's actually a pretty good chance that Mazepin doesn't finish the season in that car, and the only oh, thing sure. that's going to keep yeah, him that's there more likely is money. You know what I mean? But I, but I, again, like, I think that's still un- really unlikely, but still more likely than Bottas finishing fourth. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I hear you. I agree. Um, That's, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, my other off the wall prediction that again, mm-hmm. I feel like the odds of it actually happening are pretty low, but is every team scores at least one point this season. Every team scores at least one point. Yeah. Uh, let me look. Um, yeah. I don't see why that's not, why that's not possible. I mean, I, mean, I feel like George Haas Russell is... was nipping at the heels last year. I mean, he was finishing 11th um, for Williams, I should say. Um, Haas, I mean, 
you know, Haas, sure, why not? Haas has Mick Schumacher driving for him. Yeah, I mean, Haas is the one I have the most doubts of. Like I, in part because not only am I rooting really hard for Williams to score a point, but because they came, they finished like three times uh, 11th, which is, I mean, basically that's right there, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, again, I feel like it's out there, but it, it seems that feels still more possible than uh, a bot test finishing fourth. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> cool. 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 What, what about like you? This. What are, what are your, what are your truly off the wall? Like, like wilder than wild cards. My wilder than wild cards. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Ricardo gets two wins this season. I think I, 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 again, on this Bottas finishing fourth scale, I do think that's more possible. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm saying, uh, I think that he gets two wins this season. I think, um, uh, I mean, I like that you think that all the teams are going to get a point. I kind of want to root for that one. I'm, I'm sort of behind that. Um, and I think, see, you kind of stole mine with Bottas, but I think that, <laughs> Yeah, man, I think – but see, that's also the thing. I don't want Bottas to have a bad season. And so I don't want it to make it sound like like I'm rooting for that to happen, but I just think that he doesn't have it anymore. You know what I mean? It's not that I'm rooting um, for him to have a bad season. I'm rooting for other people to have a better season. Good call. I like the way that you put that. Because um, <laughs> that, that's how I feel in my heart. That makes me feel better. Yeah, that makes me feel better. I like and that. It's, it's, um, almost, it's almost like I would be – like I would be happier if Bottas finishes in – first third or anywhere else other than second i will be happy yeah right on cool uh and here's my here's my uh fanboy wild card uh there will be a race that both ferrari drivers are on the podium wow wow yeah boy yeah boy that's my i'm going for it so my, for it. my my fanboy prediction is that we'll get a red bull one two at some point this season yeah dude you know that would be fucking sick do you imagine if like for like one of the first three races red bull gets a one two everybody would i would i would throw whatever was closest to me as hard as i could at something i don't I like, know what those answers are i would like pick up my tv remote control and just like uh spike it like a football <laughs> hell yeah dude i really hope i really hope that uh we are watching uh the races together at that point when that happens because i will will fucking freak out i'll freak out because i'm gonna have are you said you are getting your vaccine right yeah uh i'm getting the first dose same day this episode drops oh dope i'm getting my second one uh next week on the 29th sweet so by at least the third race of the season i should have my second dose yeah man and we can we can start watching races together and and recording together in person and recording together and go back to having our sunday brunch and cocktails before the race f yeah and f yeah dude that's the way to do it that's yeah. see everybody that's mad anybody that is like a european fan that's like americans don't like f1 and like they break our balls you know we have dope ass breakfast and cocktails and then we sit down and watch a race and hope that we can spike shit because <laughs> red bull gets a one too yeah and then the thing is like you can like so many of the races are early enough we could get up early have a breakfast have cocktails during the race meet up with friends for brunch after the race fuck yeah dude (laughs) yeah we're having we're having breakfast cocktails 
Fuck not yeah. even like brunch cocktails. We're having breakfast cocktails. <laughs> it is so fucking necessary. Uh, if I, uh, if slash I when it. Red Bull gets a one two, I will get so like just fucking wasted. Oh my god, dude! I would freak out. <laughs> I would fight. I would fight somebody. <laughs> smoking would, like would... a smoking like a true Philly uh, Philly resident. <laughs> Could you imagine if like F1 got big enough in this city where they're like, oh fuck, like there's a there's a big race this weekend. We gotta we gotta grease the poles on Frankfurt Avenue so that Yeah, right. Because Ian, Ian and Ryan <laughs> are gonna be too excited. Everybody's just trying to go about their shit. Me and you were like shirts off. Ah, red ball <laughs> fucking climbing shit. They're like, please stop. You guys, you gotta cut this the fuck it's just, out. It's just two of you. What, like, what is even, what is this about? Is this a soccer thing? This is a soccer thing, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Dude, I'm so excited. Do you have any more questions or are we diving in to uh, predictions? I got I got two more. Uh, one... Ooh, hit me. What is a, a realistic thing that you are looking forward to seeing uh, this season? It, like, uh, it could be a specific very, race, could be anything. Um, I do, you know, and again, it's, uh, it's sort of fanboy about me again, but I do just love the Ferrari fans in Monza. Um, overall, I mean, like I should say in general, and I hate to sound like Lewis Hamilton about it. I do miss the fans being at the races because Mm -hmm. the, just the passion that they have. And like, you know, when they go to Max's home track and everybody's in blue and orange and like they lose their minds or, or Ferrari or it's Silverstone, you know, like everywhere they go, it's just like, it's so excited. So I hope, I hope that, you know, over the course of the year, we kind of see the return of, of uh, drivers at the track or fans at the track. Um, I hope we see. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. I'm really excited to see the, the heart of F1 come back. Like, especially when they're, when they win and they're on the podium and like, there's just a sea of people freaking out. Like there's nothing like that. So I hope that comes back this year. Yeah. I, my my answer for that is is actually very similar to yours uh, specifically just narrowing it down i'm looking forward to there being an f1 race on u.s soil this year yeah dude fuck yeah fuck yeah i hope we get to go yeah that's not till october so we got we got time to figure that out yeah i mean are we might still are we still gonna do uh canada uh maybe because that's that's like early june Oh, so, is it that soon? Yeah. Oh, so I might, might not be able to yeah. just because I have to make a movie. Yeah. Um, God, what an asshole. Like a fucking uh, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, October, Austin, I think I think we might be able to might be able to swing that. Yeah, that would be so bomb, dude. I would love oh, I'd freak out. I'd freak out. You and I would just fanboy the whole way. We would. And I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend as much money as I have to so that we can do like pit walks. And, <laughs> That'd be so crazy. Uh, uh, and I do want to try to do the up? the Formula E race in New York City, uh, which I think is in like July or oh, August. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. We'll yeah. do it. Um, um, yeah, man. I'm excited. And then last question, uh, which this may you you can recuse yourself from answering because this may impact what we're about to do. Oh no! Should we start thinking about Ferrari as a midfield team? 
this is like I feel like this is the closest I've ever felt. I don't have any kids, but like <laughs> if if like you had four kids or whatever, and it's like Thanksgiving and everybody's sitting around the table and none of them are like children anymore. They're all like young adults or whatever. So like, you know, assume you're in your mid fifties or whatever, and your kids are ranging from like, you know, late teens to mid twenties. And they're like, Hey, who's the favorite? And you know, you have one, but you can't say it. So you have to tell them you love them all. But like, (laughs) you also kind of know what the truth is and they all know what the truth is, but they don't want to say it. So I'm going to just leave that analogy right there. Okay. I'm not going to answer that question. Right. That's fair. That's it fair. It hurts. It hurts me. And I That's, don't want to. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't ask that question to hurt you. Uh, you know, that's the end of the show. I'm done. I'm done with this episode. Uh, I asked it knowing it was going to hurt you, but <laughs> uh, the intent of the question was not to, was not to hurt you. That was just collateral damage. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh this is my favorite show um, my favorite thing to do do you want to do because so i'm leaning towards doing the constructors championship predictions first i think we do constructors first and i agree with what you said before the show we do uh 10 to 1 all right are, um, are you looking at mine because i'm gonna i don't i'm gonna fill them in as i go yeah, I, you'll be able to. I can see your cursor on the Google document. I will fill mine in. You can fill yours in as we go. Okay, uh, do perfect. you want to? Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, easy. H A A S. Yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, easy answer. Uh, I'm gonna go at number nine. I'm gonna put Williams, even though it pains mm. me. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to change that and I'm going to put Alpha Romeo in nine. I really thought about it. I I have to put them eighth just because there's, there's a lot of unknowns of Williams, Um, you know, but uh, I want, I want them to, I I will be, no one will be happier than me if they come in above number nine. Yeah. And I, and I just, uh, I filled in Williams at eight. So we have the same bottom three. I have Alpha nine. Uh, you have Williams at nine and then switch for eight. Great. Great. I like this. I like where this is going. Who do you have for number seven? This is where it gets hard. Mm. Mm -hmm. This Uh, is where it gets real fucking hard. I'm going to say, and it really hurts me to say this. I'm going to put Alpine in seven. Buddy, that's what I'm putting in seven. That's what I'm putting in seven. No, no. Oh, no. I should say that we, uh, before this, we decided we were going to make a bet. Uh, we were going to bet on who was more right. And the winner is obviously who has uh, more uh, teams or, and drivers in the correct positions at the end of the season. Yep. Uh, so we didn't figure out what the bet was for, though. Um, I w- uh, how's this? Uh, loser buys a round of carding. For the winner uh perfect i think it's perfect i All think right. uh i'm gonna i'm gonna double it up and i'm gonna throw another um shout out to melville um uh, because they also have a wonderful restaurant there that we got to eat at yeah um, the place is good i i i raise your bet and i say that um 
whoever wins driver's championship round of carding i'm sorry uh 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 team championship round of carding driver's championship uh dinner or lunch or whatever at the restaurant total deal that works cool yeah like you it. heard it here first yeah all right uh, uh who's your perfect. number six my number 16 this does get hard here doesn't it yeah um uh, i am gonna say um oh see i'm changing my mind i know and this sucks and i don't I, uh, <sighs> like it seems it's weird. gotta be it, it's gotta it's gotta be alpha tower no you know what you know what i'm not gonna say alpha towery I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, oh, fuck. See, this is so hard. I have to think from, hold on. I'm sorry. This is so hard. This it's is much so, harder than I thought it's it It's so hard. It's like the top um, couple are easy. And the, it's this like three through seven that is just like, yeah, I, would ra- like I would rather like pull band-aids off my skin <laughs> than make this decision. Yeah, this sucks. Um, That's it. I'm doing Alpha Towery. Yeah, that's that's who I have. I have mine like written down, by the way. I'm not Yeah, I I mean, well, I do too, but I don't know if it's right anymore. Yeah, I know. Um uh all right, I'm going to I'm going to charge ahead here. Uh I'm going to put Ferrari in 5th. Yeah. I'm going to say that they do a little bit better than they did this past season. So yeah um yeah i'm the same there uh i'm gonna keep charging ahead because i think we're going too slow and this one is going to be uh aston martin yep um and then i'm gonna do mclaren yep and i'm gonna do uh uh oh you can do two and one because i'm curious about yeah okay yeah i'm gonna do red bull two mercedes one even though um, you know what? Just for the sake of changing things up, I'm going to do McLaren four. I'm going to do Aston Martin three. All right. Make sure you change your, your yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm, for the sake of changing things up, I'm actually going to say uh, that. You're going to switch off a Tower and Ferrari, aren't you? I am. I am. <sighs> I knew it. This is so exciting. And you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to say Red Bull wins the championship that's that is i mean again nothing would make me happier i think I red bull wins the championship the, uh, the order there there we go i'm like doing too many things at once uh yeah right yeah i think i think i think i feel okay about this yeah, yeah. because oh because at first, I was like, oh, I should put Alvatari ahead of Aston Martin. But that seems actually insane. <laughs> that that could, Like, it could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, this is good. Okay, so uh, this is a great lineup. I have Red Bull, Mercedes, Mercedes Aston Martin, McLaren, Ferrari, Alvatari, Alpine, Williams, Alfa Romeo, and Haas. Uh, and then I have you. Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, Aston Martin, AlphaTauri, Ferrari, Alpine, Alfa Romeo, Williams, and then Haas. Yes. So we'll, we will we will check in on this throughout the season, but certainly at the end of the season. I will kick us off 
with the non-controversial take for the driver's championship that Mazepin will finish at 20th. If I could put him in 21st, I would, but I can't. Yep. Um, great. And then, oh man, this is going to be, we kind of have to just like march through these, don't we? This is going to be so fucking hard. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, I'm going to put Latifi. In, at 19. Oh yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'll do, I'll do um, Schumacher. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put Schumacher at 18, uh, and then I'll do Latifi in 18. And then, you know, I got to do, I I, I got to do Russell. It sucks. I hate this. <sighs> that's brutal. It's Isn't really brutal. brutal. Um. Because I'm not going to. I'm not right. going to. I'm going to do uh, Geo. Yeah, I'm going to do Giovinazzi. is going to be my 16 just because. But then, ready for this? I'm going to do Kimmy, my 16. And then oh, shit. I'm doing George, my 15. That is, that's bold. That's a bold move. I appreciate that. I really appreciate yeah, that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm diving for here. Uh, and then this is again. This is not meant to hurt you, but I'm I'm putting Ocon at fourteen. Oh man, yeah. No, I don't blame you. I uh, yeah, I can't. I can't fucking blame you for that. That makes perfect sense. Um, who? Where? Where are we now? Hold on. So that's the bottom six. Uh, I mean, that's fucking where Ocon goes, isn't he? Yeah, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. That's right. Where fucking Ocon goes, he's gonna finish in fourteenth. Uh, um, and then this is well. No, I can't do that. No, I got. Oh, I, what were you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, no, I, I, I got, I got one more. I, I'm gonna put Yuki at thirteen. No, this is this is awful for me. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Wait, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do my original before I backed off. Uh, I'm putting Seb at 13. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. God. That's hard then, to think about. And then I'll put Yuki at 12. Oh, man. Oh, I feel awful. My in- I feel awful doing this. Like, this is the worst I've ever I, felt in my I life. I thought this was going to be fun, and now I hate this, and I never want to do it again. <laughs> so sad i'm just so sad uh we should have done this as a draft we we should have done like oh like who instead of predictions we should have done like who are our drivers for the year and then who you know oh god that's fucking sucks (laughs) yeah so i just did my 12 through 10 uh since you just did yuki at 12 i did yuki at 13 you did seb at 13 yuki at 12 i did yuki at 13 lance stroll at 12 and my 11 is Fernando Alonso. Uh, I'm going to do Stroll at 11. Uh-huh. And then Alonso. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's Alonso. I'm going to have Alonso running out the top 10. Okay. I put Seb in 10. I, I have to assume that Seb, Sebastian Vettel is going to finish in the top 10. I can't, I can't comfortably go to sleep otherwise. Unless I know that I put him in the top ten, uh, then I'm gonna have to put science at number nine. What? 
Oh no, you're right. <laughs> we are in the Ferrari time, aren't we? Yeah, oh, like God. fucking. Is this how it happens? <laughs> it happens so what fast. It like... I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't ready for the bottom ten, let alone the top. Oh my God. Oh fuck. God damn it. I hate this so much. Yeah, I think you're right, though. I think it's Carlos Sainz. Oh, no. So we're in top eight. We're top eight. We're top eight. We're top eight. Who the fuck is left? It's like, who has not hurt me yet? Um, Oh, oh, dude. Number eight. Pierre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Pierre time got to be pierre gasly and then i and then seven got to be leclerc i think it's leclerc yeah leclerc how do you right is that yeah that's it yeah Yeah. that's why i put these at the top because i was like i can't fucking spell half of these i have no fucking uh i'm I'm getting better i'm getting better but uh yeah i'm trying i'm trying we're doing our very best we got we got the top six i think it has to be lando at number six and then it's got to be danny rick at number five it's got to be it's got to be it's got to be mclaren time i'm not i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do this here's what i'm going to do i'm going to do lando at six and number five is going to be checo yeah yeah, i take that i take that the fuck back no you know what no he's not Hold on. Who's left? Who do I have left? I have five left if Lando's at six. That gives me Hamilton, Bottas, uh, uh, Max. It gives me Checo and Danny. Um, I'm going to put... No, man. I'm putting Checo fifth. I'm putting... I'm putting Bottas fourth. I'm putting... Danny third, Man, putting uh, Max second, second, and I'm putting Lewis first. Oh God, that's that's, that's how I roll. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it to go fucking nuts, bro. That is, oh man, I really, I'm trying to remind myself that. In my heart of hearts, I believe Bates is probably still going to come in second this season, but I want to be wrong about that. So I'm putting him third. I have Checo fourth. I have Danny Rick on fit, at fifth. Just because I just feel like they're, I just feel like Checo has the better car, even though I think Danny Rick might be at least as equal, if not slightly better as the driver. Oh, man. I'm putting a lot of faith in McLaren. I'm putting a lot of faith in McLaren, and, like, and I just and I just took Bottas's balls right out from under him. Yeah, you did because you know. Look, I'm trying to think of if George Russell was in that Mercedes, I would still put him in third. So I feel like I'm being fair to Bottas. You are. You yeah. are. I think if George Russell was in that Mercedes, I would put him second and possibly no, I first. I don't think so. I I mean, there's no way that Russell is a better driver than Lewis Hamilton right now. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're actually incredibly correct. <laughs> uh, but I am swinging for the goddamn fences. I mean, have at it. Like, it, it, I'm not trying to talk you out of it. It can only be to my benefit. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> um, I do like that you wrote down Schumacher as just shoe. Shoe, yeah. Uh, shoe, shoe, Seb, GL. Right. So I, I think we should each do two wildcard predictions that we're going to be on the hook for. Okay, wild card prediction. Other than the fucking crazy shit that I already <laughs> wrote down. Yeah, th- these are not about who finishes where. Like, they have to be something... I don't know. If we can't think of any good ones, then we, we can leave them off. But... Uh, uh, Alright, here, here's my first one. Honda doesn't leave. Wild card is that Honda doesn't leave? Yeah. Honda changes their minds. Oh, 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 that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, wild card prediction. I'm going to say, I guess, well, see, I already. um... I'm going to say, so does it count that Bottas? Well, we kind of already talked about that, that Bottas and Hamilton leave Mercedes after this year. You, you can put that down. Um, I don't know that we'll know it at because we should know it at the end of the season. So that's fair. We should. We should. Um, no, I don't know. I want to say, uh, I don't know what, like, that's, you just landed such a fucking hardcore wild card position <laughs> that it makes it really difficult. Um, I'm going to say that we see a race. Um, we see a race. Why is mine in bold? That makes me uncomfortable. Command B. Uh, we see a race with less than 10 finishers. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, either rain or, you know, well, it'll be fucking rain. Uh, but we see a race with less than 10 finishers. What's your right. second one? My my second one is that there will be at least one all midfield podium. Uh, all midfield podium. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna define that here as just no Red Bull, no Mercedes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think we knew, but um, I, I just want to make sure so that when we're you know, when we're looking back on this, we're like, well, Ferrari, well, you know. Yeah. Let's just make sure uh, I'm being very clear. That that just means out of the top four teams, none of them finish. Could be, you know, one one mm-hmm. two could be one two McLaren. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um hmm. I'm going to say uh, that we see race with man. You got good ones. Um, I'm going to say that we see uh, do they already have all of the, we have a lot of dead air. I'm sorry. Do they already have all of the, do they have any more TBDs? On the, uh, on the on schedule, the I, I don't think so. Not that I know of. I think it's. I think it's all locked down. It's so crazy that we're gonna go to Australia in November. When in my mind, that's like you know now. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I'm going to say that we see um, Uh, we see, oh, sorry, go uh, for it. I was going to say that we see a race with both Williams finishing in the top 10. There you go. That, that is a, that's a true wild card. Yeah. Um, Williams getting double points is like, that's the dream. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to fill some air and say that like, it's crazy that we have Abu Dhabi, which is a new street circuit and supposedly the fastest street circuit. And it's the last race of the year. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they, cause I heard somebody complaining that there's nowhere to overtake, but at the same time, like it's, it's so fucking, the track is so wide, you know, and it's so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious what we see. I'm curious what's going to happen. But these are good wild card predictions. I'm pumped for this. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited about this whole season. Uh, I'm happy to get back to racing. Uh, it's. It's my favorite thing. In it's. It's my favorite sport for sure. It's probably my yeah, favorite dude. thing outside of movies. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I love that. Uh, I love that we found this and that we are enjoying this together. And I hope that more. Uh, Americans who wake up early on Sunday and want something wonderful to happen to them dive into this because it's wonderful. I'm going to try to get at least one of our friends watching more than one race this year. That's the, that's the challenge. We have to get our friends to, to jump in and do it. Um, but yeah, so we will be back uh, at some point, as soon as the race is over in Bahrain, we will, find a time to record on Saturday or or Sunday or Monday rather. Uh, So we're looking forward to kicking off this season, uh, Formula One in Bahrain. Yes. With all the craziness that we just talked about. Yes. Uh, If you have predictions, especially wildcard predictions, we want to hear your wildcard predictions. Uh, Please share them with us at F. Yeah. Wait, I I always fuck this up now. It's uh, f1 at gmail.com. O-N-E. Uh, or you can reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter at f one pod. That's the numeric one. Uh, on either of those social media platforms, we're going to be posting a bunch and we're going to be popping some questions out there and we want to hear from you. We want to know what you think. Yeah. Tell us why we're wrong. Because again, we're Americans. We know jack all about Formula One. Yeah, we're learning so much. I learn so much every time. Uh, so yeah, so until then, you can hit us there. This has been F yeah F1. F yeah F1. <laughs> Wait, I gotta stop. <laughs>